Hello, hello. Welcome to Imagination live on Spreaker. This is Chris Nelson. It is February 15th, 2020, and it's awesome to be here. It's awesome to be alive. And, you know, I felt like I had a real calling on my life. Did you ever feel like you had a calling on your life? And calling this is Christianese for a goal, uh, some purpose you feel like you were put on your earth here to do. And I ended up failing dismally at it. Uh, really falling on my face, felt like I made a big fool out of myself, felt like it could never happen again, wondered where God went, wondered if he even cared, if he was still even there anymore, and feel like I've been in the wilderness for a little while. The wilderness is, of course, a metaphor to the Bible where it talks about Moses being out in the wilderness. The wilderness is usually a place where there's nothing. There's nothing around, but it usually ends up being a spot where people encounter God in the Bible. So, let's get started. I was reading uh, in the book of Acts where Stephen, who was the first Christian martyr, was about to be stoned. And about before he was going to be stoned, he gave a little speech that was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And uh, this gave a history of Moses and comparing it to Jesus because he was being charged with blasphemy because he was talking about Jesus as the Son of God. And the Jews wanted to stone him to death. And he gives a little history lesson here. He talks about Moses. Um, At that time, Moses was born a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful both in speech and action. That's interesting because later on he tells God that he's not very good at talking, but it says right here he, he actually was pretty good at talking. And he proved that later. One day when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite. So Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. The next day, he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you a ruler and judge over us, he asked. Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard that, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian. There his two sons were born. Forty years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groans and have come down to rescue them. Now go, for I am sending you back to Egypt. So God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they demanded, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. And by means of many wonders and miraculous signs, he led them out of Egypt through the Red Sea and through the wilderness for 40 years. So, the way it sounds to me there is that Moses was thinking, hey, you know, I've been thinking this for a while. I've been feeling like God is telling me that it is my duty to 
free the Israelites from the Egyptians. I've been raised as an Egyptian for 40 years. I've been brought up in their customs. But I know that I'm an Israelite and I see what's going on with my people. And he had it on his heart to free them and to be their leader and to set them free for the Egyptians. So he's got his calling in life. What what's what is known as his calling? What is what what is he there for? I mean, everybody's got this, and it usually isn't just to make a whole bunch of money. It's and retire. I mean, that can be something you want to do, but usually the calling, the purpose is okay. Well, what am I really here for? This is something that separates human beings from animals. Animals don't have this. But we do. We're like, why exactly am I here? We believe we have a purpose, and how can we go about finding out what it is and then doing it? But Moses, so he, he musters up all his courage, goes down, and he's ready to start an insurrection, it sounds like. He's thinking if he goes down and finds an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite, kills him, he's going to turn around then and say, okay, who's with me? Let's start a revolt. Because remember, there was a heck of a lot more uh, of the Jews than there were the Egyptians. Yet the Jews were the ones being enslaved. So if they had all decided to rise up at the same time, they would have been able to easily overthrow their Egyptian overlords, since there, there weren't guns back then. Uh, all they had were, you know, whatever they had, whips and spears, stuff like that. So he's thinking, okay, I'm going to start an insurrection here. I'm going to go down and do this, but what happens? He fails miserably. As a matter of fact, he, he's greatly humiliated. They're saying to him, you know, who, who are you? Who made you leader over us? And then, not only that, and then they go, okay, you know what? I'm telling. And they go straight, okay, you know, I'm going to, and then they go, guy goes straight and tells the Egyptians and tells everybody what's going on and who this guy is. So Moses gets this bad reputation going around so bad that he has to flee Flee his life of luxury and then go out into the desert. Now, at this point, he's probably thinking, man, I'm 40 years old. Boy, I really misunderstood what God was telling me to do. This could not be my purpose on earth. You know, maybe I should just go uh, sit in a cave, uh, get drunk all day, um, maybe even hang myself because obviously I have no reason to live. Um, This sucks. I've screwed up everything. The heck with all this. I'm done. And maybe he even, he may have even felt that way for a while, but we know that he did not stop seeking God because when he saw the burning bush, which I found out recently was a common occurrence. A burning bush was a common, is a common occurrence in the desert. Uh, it's not like it was something, wow, look at this burning bush. But he had a feeling of, he had a sense of, of wonder still about this thing because it was the bush wasn't being burned up it just continued to burn and so he still had a sense of wonder while he was out in the wilderness he didn't give up on that totally but i'm asking you have you ever tried to go about it have you ever known for a fact what your calling was try to go about it um and then fallen flat on your face in a major way in a majorly big and embarrassing way i have Big time. And the first thing I was thinking was maybe I just misunderstood my calling. Maybe this this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, maybe I misunderstood God. Maybe God's not even speaking to me. Maybe all these things that I thought God was saying to me, maybe I just didn't even, maybe it was 
maybe it wasn't me, or maybe it was just in my head, or maybe it was Satan even, or something like that. And uh, these crazy thoughts start to go through your head. But when you fail, it does not mean that it was not God's purpose for you, okay? It's easy to get to, to just throw your hands up in the air and say, screw it. But just because you failed at it does not mean that that was not your calling. Because Moses really, he tried to do it, he, he tried to do it without God having his back, really. Or maybe even God wanted him to fail there. Hmm, you ever think of that? Because think about this. Much later on, when he's dealing with the Israelites in the wilderness, he's having to deal with threats against his life, constant complaining, constant insurrections, uh, all sorts of things for 40 straight years. So do you think maybe through this rejection that he had, and then these 40 years he spent in the wilderness, maybe that's what he needed to do to be toughened up. To have to deal with them. Maybe at this point in his life when he was only 40 years old and this stuff went down because he, he wasn't, he, he ran away after that. He ran out into the wilderness. He took off. I mean, obviously his skin was kind of thin at that point. So maybe this was something that had to happen to toughen him up for what was coming later because he wouldn't have been able to handle it at that point in his life. He needed to be toughened up a little bit. So God will use those failures to toughen you up. It doesn't mean that you misunderstood your calling. God put something on each one of our hearts that we were put here on earth to do. He's not going to put something on your heart and then it not be, that not be what you're, you're supposed to do. I mean, he's not going to force you to do something that you never wanted to do where do you think those things that you what like to do those interests you have where do you think those come from but of course whatever he's going to ask you to do is going to require courage and you're going to have to overcome some obstacles for sure it's never going to come easy so that rejection that moses faced prepared him for the rejection he would face over and over again in the wilderness and was going to prepare him for a constant misunderstanding the guy saying, who made you ruler and judge over us? Are you going to kill us as you did that Egyptian yesterday? Constant misunderstanding. Moses is out in the wilderness leading the Egyptians or leading the Israelites into freedom to the promised land. And he's constantly being questioned over and over again. Who made you ruler and judge over us? Why should we listen to you? So he had to get Moses ready to go. He had to get him, get him get him prepared, maybe get him a little bit toughened up, thicken his skin a little bit. So Moses spends 40 years in the desert, then 40 years in the wilderness. You know, there's something about 40 years. There's 40 year periods. Jesus spent 40 years in the 40 days in the desert. Um, Moses then spent 40 days up uh, on the Mount, on Mount Sinai with God. There's something, something about the number 40, but um, 40 years old, Moses, Goes into the flees into the desert. Forty years in the desert, then spends forty years in the wilderness. Dies at one hundred and twenty years old. So, God actually empowered Moses and sent him back. Okay, so I just want to ask you: Have you felt like there was something that you are meant to do and you failed miserably at and then you said forget it and you gave up and you've gone completely about something else and you've totally forgotten about that dream 
what was that dream? Because Moses' purpose never changed. Your purpose hasn't changed. And the thing is, what if Moses had called it quits? What if he had said, forget about it? Now, God still would have had his purpose happen. God would have used somebody else. But nobody would know who Moses was. Moses wouldn't have done what he did. Perhaps even God wouldn't have even used somebody else. Who who knows? God always uses one person to change the course of history. What if Rosa Parks hadn't given up her seat on the bus? What if Martin Luther King had never uh, did what he did? Uh, what if George Washington had never been uh, the great leader, um, the great military leader in the Revolutionary War, and then America's first president? What if he had usurped authority and decided to become America's king? You know, Things don't change based on masses. We think that things change based on masses of people. But really, things change with one person. One person who decided not to give up. Have you ever thought about this? I feel God. I deserve to die. Hmm. What if Moses had committed suicide? Think about that. But Moses didn't do that. Instead, Moses reached the end intended by the Lord, exactly what was said about Job. Job, he achieved the end that was intended by the Lord. Isn't that what you want to do in your life? That's what I want to do in my life. Thank God it's not a sprint, it is a marathon. Thank God there's areas to mess up and then grow from them. Thank God that... Just because you fall flat on your face, and the hardest part is humiliating yourself. It's never as bad as you think it is, because most people aren't really even thinking about it, but you think about yourself more than anybody else does. But it's reaching the end intended by the Lord. This is Chris Nelson. Thanks for listening.